This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today, the National Archives admits they have thousands of emails Joe Biden sent under pseudonyms. Why would he do that? And a 12-year-old in Colorado is removed from his class because of his inappropriate racist symbol on his backpack. You are not going to believe what that symbol is. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and today the National Archives and Records Administration has revealed that it has in its possession nearly 5,400 files in which Joe Biden, then vice president, used a list of pseudonyms to conduct business or forward government information to other email addresses, including those belonging to Hunter Biden. In response to a Freedom of Information Act request by Georgia-based Southeastern Legal Foundation, NARA said they have identified approximately 5,138 email messages, 25 electronic files, and 200 pages of potentially responsive records that contain the aliases Robin Ware, Robert L. Peters, and J.R.B. Ware, all names Joe used as vice president that appeared on the infamous Hunter Biden laptop. But... NARA refused to turn those documents over, telling Southeastern Legal Foundation that the request had yet to be processed. But don't worry, they're only 29th in line, they say. The House Oversight Committee has now given the agency a deadline of Thursday to comply. If that's ignored, a federal judge may have to weigh in. And you may have already heard the talking point from the left, but you have no proof that he used the emails to conduct government business. They could have just been, like, talking about the weather or something. Well, actually, we do have the proof, thanks to Biden's crackhead son leaving his laptop at a repair shop while he was so blitzed out of his mind he forgot it even existed. Like this one from one of Biden's staffers, John Flynn, who sent out a daily schedule to one Robert L. Peters and copied in none other than Hunter Biden for at least four weeks in 2016. Interestingly enough, this one discusses an 8.45 a.m. prep time for a 9 a.m. phone call with, oh, look here, President Poroshenko of Ukraine. Now, why in the world would Hunter Biden need to be copied in on something that was related to Ukraine? Oh, gosh, I have no idea. And why would Nera be so evasive on this request? And why, I ask you, why would Joe Biden need to use multiple pseudonyms to conduct government business? And why would Hunter Biden be sending an email to Robin Ware, a.k.a. Joe Biden, asking him, before you fill position, please talk to me. John McGrail, then White House Deputy Counsel, very much wants to serve as detail for for Treasury, to which Joe responded, regarding Johnny, call me right away, dad. And why then, after that email, did the very same John McGrail get promoted to Biden's counsel the following year before being promoted to, oh, the very job he requested in the Treasury Department in 2017. Things that make you go, hmm. The reality is that there is absolutely no reason for a president to be hiding his correspondence and business dealings except malintent. There are no innocent explanations for this. This man set up 
a government email. He went through the trouble of setting up a government email address to use an alias to prevent having files and emails tied to his actual name. Innocent people do not do this. But don't worry, guys. The big, strong, courageous, do-nothing Republicans say they will probably push an impeachment inquiry next month. And I'm sure, as usual, they'll screw everything up. Here to discuss this and more, we have Yaku Buyans, Blaze TV contributor and host of The Bottom Line, and Pat Gray, host of Pat Gray Unleashed, which you can find here on Blaze TV and anywhere you get your podcasts. Um, you know, I try to be positive when I feel like I should be positive. I don't mean to be cynical all the time, but I just, <laughs> I can't, like... I feel like this impeachment inquiry should have happened a long time ago, and every day we seem to get more damning information on Joe Biden connecting him directly to Hunter's business dealings. And I just, I like, every single member of the Republicans in Congress should be screaming about this from press releases, from Twitters, from every social media account that they have. They should not stop. And yet we don't seem to be hearing much from anyone except like James Comer, because he's the one leading the investigation, Marjorie Taylor Greene, because she's always been a spitfire. And that's it. I mean, when Speaker McCarthy's pressed, he's like, yeah, we're probably going to do that when we get back from vacation. But we work really hard, so we want to take as much time off as possible. I just don't hold out hope. And at the same time, we're seeing all of this information come and all of these connections being made, all of the puzzle pieces being put together right in front of our very eyes. Is anyone going to do anything about it? Yeah, Sarah. I mean, I love you on fire, man. I just, that's my favorite, Sarah. I'm sick of it. Just fire. I'm sick of it. <clears throat> Look, I'll say this. By the time this information gets to the public, right, <clears throat> it's existed for eons. Right. It's fizz fizzled through hands. Many, many, many eyeballs in Washington, D.C. has seen these emails. There's others we haven't seen, have engaged with it. They're implicated. They've also corresponded with this pseudonym. It's like, oh, crap. I better not say anything because they may kick this rock over and find out that I'm one of the cockroaches, mm -hmm. you know. And so, but, but here's the deal. I'm sure that most of the GOP wear corsets because there's no spine. Something's holding them up because it's not spine. None of them, none of them have spine. I mean, what, what would constitute... What would constitute going after the president? And what does he need to do? Because he's done basically treason, selling out the American public, bribing, corruption, quid pro quo, force, fraud, coercion, drugs, the 144 sex crimes in the Marco Polo report. What, Kevin, what would make you move? Kevin McCarthy, Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, mm. Ted, all of them. Cruz, all of, at this point, they're all fair game to the American people. All conservatives should put all conservative legislators on notice and go, this is your moment. I mean, this will certainly put them on record if, they, if we actually get there, right? Put them on record of whether right. or not they think that this is worthy of an impeachment proceeding when they just watched our former president be impeached twice over far less Far less mm. evidence. Oh, my God, he picked up the phone and called the president of Ukraine and he wanted to root out corruption. Let's impeach him. I mean, this is actual, as Yaku pointed out. You could make the argument that this is treason. I don't mean to be dramatic, but like I think yeah. that's an easy argument to make. And yet the Republicans still say they're concerned that when they get back in September, they will not have enough votes. <laughs> 
It does show you, it really accentuates the difference between Democrats and Republicans. Yes. Democrats did it. They, they impeached Trump twice over nothing, mm-hmm. not just far less. I mean, they had nothing, nothing You're right. to impeach him over. And yet they did it, not once, but twice. Now, the Republicans have everything in the world going for them in this case. Um, and they're still sitting on their hands. It, you know, time after, this is why we've become so cynical. Mm-hmm. Because time after time after time after time, they've let us down over and over and over again. What are you waiting for? Well, if we just had the majority in the House, okay, you've got the majority now. And then uh, in 2014, it was, well, okay, if we just get the Senate, they got the Senate. Well, but okay, if we just had the House, the Senate, and the presidency, they got that in 2016, and they did nothing with it. And, and so I have no... Grusek. I have no faith in them. I mean, I hope they pl- were su- pre- pleasantly surprised here, but I don't anticipate that. You know, this is this is why we are where we are. You know, and remember, contact sport, and this is contact sport because people's lives, <clears throat> people lost lives through yeah. COVID for inaction. People, this yeah. affects the American life. Yeah, remember Biden said yeah. too, you don't deserve to be president when you've lost when you've overseen mm. two hundred thousand American deaths? Well, let's try, let's try, like let's try 1.1 million, okay? And that's not even counting the border and what's happening with children at the border and all that disaster. Oh, yeah. but, but just imagine this. Sometimes you have to punch back to take momentum back. Mm-hmm. It's not even about removing him from the Oval Office. We know that can't happen because we don't have the Senate. Mm-hmm. Just start punching back. I agree. Just fight. Right. Can we just take an inch? Right. We've given up miles. Uh, no, no. We don't want to stoop to their level, Yaku. Sarah, Sarah, it makes me, this is me. This is the cynical me. It makes me unequivocally believe that they are highly compromised. We have GOP members that are so compromised Mm -hmm. that if they really were to fight, they know that the left would weaponize it against them because they're part of that cabal. They're part of that uniparty in D.C. It's toxic. Half of them, most of them need to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and then you have, I mean, you know, like, what do they have to fear when they are constantly abusing their power? They're constantly corrupt. They're, co- you know, I mean, Joe Biden clearly is compromised by China and Ukraine. And we do nothing. The only thing that that teaches the other side is that they can continue. I mean, they, they'll get more brazen and more bold because who's even going to stop them? They can impeach your guy. And when we get actually in power, we do nothing with it. We don't even try so to your point, I mean, you have to show them, even if you say, well, I mean, at the end of the day, we're not going to get, you know, he won't be uh, convicted in the Senate. The Senate won't do anything. It'll be just for- formalities, just like it was when Donald Trump had it happen to him. Mm-hmm. And it's not like he's going to be removed from office. OK, but show them that you're willing to try, because yeah. what that teaches them is that next time we do have the numbers, we will go through with this and it will actually happen because right. we will have the numbers. Right. They at least need to know that you're willing to try. You're willing to go through the formalities to do it. As of right now, it's like, well, I'm going to try. Why wouldn't we? Why wouldn't we railroad you? And again, we, we say it all the time. But if this was Donald Trump with yep. the kind of evidence yep. against him, yep. oh my gosh. Yep. If this was any other Republican, They'd have him in jail. They, they were using aliases yeah. for government business, and it's pretty clear now. I mean, we don't have proof positive, but it's pretty dang clear mm-hmm. that that's what was going on. If that was a Republican in office, oh my gosh. And you know what? 
if there was a Republican, we'd who be you, saying the same thing. Uh, yes, we would be. Yes, yeah. because that's not a guy that represents me. Right, right. We right. would have him on the frying pan as fast mm-hmm. as I'll get out. I don't want someone who is willing to sell out Americans for his own personal financial benefit. I don't want someone who is potentially compromised by our enemies. I don't want that person. If it's a Republican, get him out. Yes. Mm-hmm. If it's a Democrat. Get him out. Well, I don't care. I think we proved that with Mitch McConnell, didn't we? I mean, I yes. I wanted him out. And yes. it wasn't because he was, you know, no. corrupt. No, yeah. It was because yes. he was, he clearly had a stroke or some kind yeah. of very bad uh, episode, yeah. episode with not his with brain. It. And it's unacceptable to keep going in the capacity that you're in. Yes. In the U.S. Senate. It's all just too important. We shouldn't be acting like Democrats who don't care a whit about John Fetterman. Mm -hmm. We should be insisting that Mitch McConnell leave, too. So we would do it if if the shoe was on the other foot. So speaking of being incapacitated while you're, you know, I don't know, just making all the decisions for an entire country, a new poll found that Americans believe that uh, 80-year-old Biden might be too too old. old. Just might be too old uh, to be president. So this is an August 10th through 14th Associated Press poll. They say 77% of Americans say Biden is too old for a second term. Uh, Not surprising, 89% of Republicans said that, but also 69% of Democrats say that he cannot handle being president of the United States. Um, I want to play for you. Yeah, I want to play for you. Corrine Jean-Pierre reacting to the question about that poll. A new AP poll asked Americans uh, an open-ended question on their thoughts on the president. And the most common response has to do with his age, uh, how old he is in president history. Is this White House have additional plans to demonstrate that he can continue to do the job? Where's my answer? Where's my answer? I mean, look, look, I appreciate the the question. I get get it often, as you know. Um, And what I would say, and I've said this many times, and many of my colleagues have said this, the president says this, if you watch him, if you've seen what he's done the last two years, this is a president has had a historic administration in just two years. Oh, it's historic. Oh, yeah, it's historic it's for historic. all the wrong reasons. But Not a yes, lie. It's yes, historic. It is, this is the first time she's not lied. It's historic. <laughs> it is historic. Who, here's, a, here's a little question for America. Who is looking forward to the 2024 election the most? Karine Jean-Pierre. That, <laughs> that job must be hell on earth. I mean, every day. Not that she's very bright. but yeah, I mean, she's pretty bad. At, like, she's looking for post-White House bad. corporate paycheck somewhere and just go, whew. Good luck. I don't know who would want to hire her. No. I, I love the... Some lefty will, though. Yeah, if you watch right. him. Uh, that, yeah, that's the problem. We've been watching him for two and a half years, <laughs> yeah. and we see what a senile coot this guy is. He is dementia-riddled. Yep. He can't finish a sentence. He's barely able to walk. I mean, to watch him walk yeah, with other painful. world leaders, painful. really painful and embarrassing. I, it's humiliating. You can't call it a walk, Pat. It's you more can, of a shuffle. It is. It's, it's just a shuffle. It, it is shuffle. literally a shuffle. <laughs> what did President Trump say to Tucker? It's like, the grass is two yeah. inches. It's yeah. two inches. It's two inches. I was like, what are we talking about? Yeah. So the Biden shuffle. It's a dance. It should be a TikTok dance, the Biden shuffle. I always love watching Karine Jean-Pierre when she knows that she's reaching for something and she starts blinking really, really <laughs> fast as she's looking down at her papers and you just see her eyeshadow. 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 Blink, 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 blink. Uh, all right. We got to take a, a, a quick break. We'll be back with more. But uh, we want to thank our sponsor of this segment, Patriot Mobile. So Patriot Mobile, I know everyone at this table 
has worked with Patriot Mobile for a really long time now. Mm-hmm. In fact, Pat always carries around his little Patriot Mobile uh, cup. cup. It's here. He's yeah. got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got, I mean, yeah. it's literally on set right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Show him. Come on, Pat. Represent. I'm actually, but 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 his. It's, it's, he's look, he got his name. I have on my it. name on it too. Yeah. I don't have a Patriot oh, Mobile no. tumbler with my name. The on ones it. who represent them hard get their names on the <laughs> Well, Yaku, tell everyone about Patriot Mobile. Only Christian conservative (laughs) cell phone company in the United States put their money where their mouth is. No, truly, they go to the border with us to help us rescue children out of trafficking. And as a for-profit company, have helped flip more school boards Mm -hmm. the right way Mm -hmm. for the safety of children in America than any other corporation. So there's no reason for you guys to be using Big Mobile anymore. They all share the same towers. It's the same three networks, the same three networks towers. Everyone's sharing them, so you're going to get the same service. You can keep your number. You can get a new one if you want. You can bring your phone. You can get a new one if you want. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash news. Get free activation when you use the offer code news. That is patriotmobile.com slash news, promo code news. All right, a new report, Yaku, you mentioned uh, talking about all of the deaths that President Biden has seen under his watch and his promise. And you mentioned that's not even including any of the yeah, anything that's going on at the border. So speaking of the border, this new report showed that smugglers with ties to ISIS helped migrants cross into mm. the United States from Mexico. The FBI is investigating a dozen Uzbek nationals who have been allowed into the United States after they previously sought asylum at the Mexican border. Now, this investigation was sparked after U.S. intelligence officials discovered the migrants had apparently traveled with the help of this smuggler who has uh, ties to ISIS. So um, I'm thinking that that is not that's not ideal. <laughs> These are not uh, this is not an ideal situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I that's kind of what happens when you leave the border wide open and you tell people, come on through. You'll be able to wait mm-hmm. in our country. You'll be you'll be given resources. You can go to New York. They love you there. There's a sanctuary city. They'll pay for you to be there um, and just open the door. Oh, but no. Well, we're going to give them a form that says, please go to this courthouse in 2032, at which point we will determine whether or not you can stay. And then you can use the argument that um, you have just built your entire life in this country and we'll just let you stay anyway. Oh, and by the way, uh, terrorists are getting through. <laughs> right before this show, That's I spoke awesome. to the Center for Immigration Studies and, Re- and Reform. We, we were talking about this little phenomenon called the CBP-1 app. And the CBP-1 app is an app you can download, and you now claim asylum through an app, which is a pseudo-immigration system. It's not passed through Congress. It's not immigration law. Mm. Not allowed to do it. It's constitutionally illegal. They get uh, asylum status, and now they're issuing a Social Security card with a right to work with DHS authorization. So here's what happens, Pat. Now they're crossing in ISIS... Hezbollah, MS-13, who knows what, right? Mm-hmm. You know, radical factions. They're crossing in, but their first entry into the United States is documented as a legal entry. Child has- okay. Mm. In the future, when we try to deport them, there'll be record of legal entry. Mm. This is where you're going to see all your lawyers, all these activists on the left come out and make a case for them to go, but they came in legally, yep. mm-hmm. uh, but yep. they didn't. 
This is not a legal system. So Biden is running a pseudo government at the border through the CBP one app. This is a fact. It's, it's illegal. You cannot offer asylum. It's not an embassy. Mm-hmm. Didn't go through a consulate general. Wasn't it's not a, it's not a port of entry. It's an app. <laughs> well, well, I yeah. know, but I'm saying they're not even entering yeah, no. through a port of entry. And so and so, hey, but they got papers, and right. and then they get notice to appear. Is what you're calling about uh, talking about notice mm-hmm. to appear mm-hmm. 2032. Please go. It's like can can you come see your probation officer in 2032? Yeah, ISIS is gonna show up in 2032. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed you both conveniently left out a really important detail, Did and we? that's that these migrants pinky promise to come back in really? 2032. Uh, Did so, they? Yeah. Yeah, well, you can't I, break a pinky promise. Initially, I thought so. that it was just a regular promise, and I wasn't no, sold. But no, now that I know promise. it's a pinky, <laughs> yeah, it is. Wow. I mean, at, at this point, they're trying to destroy the company, yeah. the country. Yeah. It, there's just no other way to look at it, yeah. because everything they do, especially concerning the border, is harmful to the United States of America. It used to be, at least, that they'd say, "Ah, oh, there's no terrorists coming across the border. That's urban legend. That's right-wing kookery. Now we know for a fact that hundreds, if not thousands, a year who are, who are on the terror watch list or mm-hmm. suspected terrorists are crossing the border. We know about this ISIS situation where they're helping people cross the border. What do you think is going to happen? What, I mean, obviously, you want something to happen now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm done giving them the benefit of the doubt and believing they're just stupid or incompetent. They are trying to destroy the, com- the country. By design. It, it's also not just, I mean, the, the terrorists, that's a big problem. And I, mm-hmm. I hate to say that m- some Americans may not be awakened on that until we see another domestic terrorist attack and we yep. see that this is a person who, oh, came in through the border whenever Biden's administration was just letting them right on through. But it's not just that. Um, almost every week I see a headline about uh, someone, an American, who was killed by an illegal alien. Like there was one, I'm trying to find it. There was one today that I saw that was like, illegal alien plows into school bus and kills mm-hmm. at least one child. And it's just like, I'm sorry, uh, like the terrorists aside, we don't need to be letting these people in if they don't have any skills mm-hmm. that we find to be beneficial to our country, if they haven't been heavily vetted. I, I, don't, I don't want them here. Sarah, 300 Americans die per day from fentanyl. 100% of fentanyl comes across the border. Over 90% of that fentanyl comes through a human slave, a sex trafficking slave. We have cartel members trafficking kids in Frisco, Texas in apartments. We have, on a phone this morning with Minnesota, you know, rescuing children from traffickers that are illegal migrants in Minnesota. It's, it's, permeated through our culture and our society. You can't measure the damage, Pat. It's impossible. Where do you start measuring? One life killed, 300 a day. They would say one life. At one, it's too many. Right. One American Mm -hmm. dying because of your bad policy, Mr. President. When you start having a war between DHS and Texas National Guard, Texas National Guard closes the gate. DHS yep. rolls in, yep. opens, opens the gate and says, you know what, watch this. We're going to weld it open. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So I want to, so I want to, I, I found this story. So I want to read this. President Joe Biden's catch and release policy is under renewed scrutiny after an illegal alien allegedly crashed his minivan into a school bus last week, resulting in dozens injured and the death of an 11-year-old Ohio boy. This is a Haitian national 
who uh, apparently entered the country illegally in 2022. He was then given, this is what we're talking about, an immigration hearing date and a notice to appear and released into the interior of the country. It's exactly what we're talking about. And this is the result of that. By the way, yeah. And by the way, when you have fired thousands of immigration judges. This is Biden. Let's talk about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. There is no immigration court going on right now, people. Mm-hmm. There's no process where the due process, you go to immigration court, you stand in front of a judge, the judge says with your papers, you entered illegally, you're going to a detention center and you're being deported back. That is not happening. Nobody's right. being deported. Yeah. They're not appearing at judges. Why do you think right. they make it 2032? Put it out there. Exactly. Well, I mean, also, it's like, well, I mean, they didn't respect your law when they actually just entered into the country. What makes you think that they're going to respect your law when they, you give them a piece of paper that says, make sure that you appear on this date? They're going to be like, oh, now I respect you. Yeah. I mean, there, there's no way. They just, they just simply don't care. Yeah. And they show that to us every single day. They're trying to bring us down to the level of the rest of the world because they can't bring the rest of the world up to our level. It's Mm -hmm. virtually impossible at this point. So in the interest of equity, Mm -hmm. they're just going to drag us down. It's on purpose, and they're doing a really good job of it. Yeah, Yeah. they are. Um, All right, we got to take another quick break. Want to thank Relief Factor, our sponsor of this segment. So if you are one of millions of Americans, you just, I don't know, live in constant pain, maybe you got arthritis, maybe you got, uh, you know, back issues, whatever the case may be, I know personally, I get it, like it, messes up your entire life because, you know, you, maybe you're less patient with your family because you're, you're in pain and it's nagging at you. Um, whatever the case may be, it doesn't have to be that way. You need to try Relief Factor. Uh, it's a great way to reduce pain, which is mostly caused by inflammation in your joints. And so what Relief Factor does is it actually targets that inflammation, gets to the root cause of your issue. What I'm asking you to do is if, if you're in pain, Go to relieffactor.com, get their three-week quick start. It's $19.95, but 70% of the people who take it keep ordering it. It's working for that many people. It can be life-changing. I'm telling you, go to relieffactor.com. You will know within that three weeks whether or not it's going to work for you. It's relieffactor.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point-of-sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. A 12-year-old named Jaden from Colorado Springs was told he could not wear his backpack at his school because, oh no, it had the Gadsden flag patch on it. And that is, well, listen, because these teachers say that has ties to slavery, so it's not allowed. Watch. Mm. Oh, here you go, Thank you. Do they know what the Gadsden flag is? It's a historical flag. So they're, um, the reason that they do not want the flag, the reason we do not want the flag displayed is due to its origins with slavery and with slavery. slavery. It's origins with slavery. He doesn't take it off. He, I mean, he is able to go, I was actually just telling him, like, I was upset that he was missing so much school. I'm like, ah, so I asked if, can he just take his stuff out of his bag and go back to class? Like, I just want him to go back to class. 
the bag can't go back. It's got thatch on it because we can't have that in and around other kids. So that has yeah, nothing to do with slavery. That's like the revolutionary war patch that was okay. displayed when they were fighting the British. Like that wasn't, that's the revolution. Maybe you're thinking of like the, um, the Confederate arm Confederate plan? Okay, I so I am here to I am here to enforce the policy that was provided by the district. Mm, the Gadsden flag due to its origins. Of being rooted in slavery. slavery. I'm here to enforce the policy that's rewriting the truth. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. It's origin. That deems all things right and Christian racist. Right. The only tie between the Gadsden flag and racism is that they happened concurrently, but it had it was not tied into it. I mean, there was a Gadsden flag when there was slavery. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. your that's your deal. I mean, how are you tying that in? It had nothing to do with it. Yeah. I mean, well, well it, the thing is, is that she clearly used the word origins. Correct. Yeah. So she's saying it originated birth because of, because of slavery, slavery which, which is completely inaccurate. Yes, an absolute lie. It was, of course, the American Revolution. And I mean, Ben Franklin, mm-hmm. this was this was his brainchild who, boy, he was sure pro-slavery, right? Yeah. Oh, except wait. Except no. Except no. Except no. not at all. How does somebody like that? continue to teach in our public schools when they're so clearly clueless and Well, because she's ignorant. a perfect pat. She fits the profile that yeah. they hire. Yeah. How embarrassing. Oh, man. How embarrassing. So I want to read uh, a, a... She can draw circles, though. Yeah, she says, I'm like, what is this? Is this what, the, what you do when you're lying and you're trying to make it look like you're telling the truth? I thought she was swimming. <laughs> uh, well, she was She was, She was. was drowning in that interview, to be fair, or in that video. Um, so I want to I wanna show you guys uh, the email exchange between the school director and this, the parent here of 12-year-old Jaden. So the school director did say, as discussed, this is Jeff Yoakum who said, uh, as discussed, I am providing you the rationale for determining the Gadsden flag is considered an unacceptable symbol. And he, of course, lists a Washington Post article. Um, he said it's tied to the Confederate flag and other white supremacy no, groups, no, it isn't. including patriot groups. Oh, yes, Pat, it is. Uh, and th- there was a decision it, look, to, tied to hate groups, he uses a con- the conversation.com uh, article link. And then he says, well, the, the Navy in 2016 decided to not fly or wear the Gadsden flag, too. So therefore, it is tied to slavery, I guess. Uh, to which <laughs> the mom, I've been in contact with her, Jaden's mom responded with some pretty awesome uh, backup here. So she wrote back respectfully, everything can be considered racist and tied to white supremacy. It's sad because when everything becomes racist, then nothing is. Uh, what we actually, when we actually need to cry racism and oppression and it's actually happening, no one will take it seriously. And she has this list right. of, you want to you play the links game? You want to play the articles game? Here you go. Uh-oh. Is, uh, is water racist? Is, and here's a link. Is air racist? What about here's math? Here's math. Math is racist. The Atlantic.com article. ScientificAmerican.com article. Roads. Uh-oh. We know roads are racist because Pete Buttigieg told us so. What about air? What about food? What about <laughs> church? What about... Uh, just list all of these links. That's great. Wow. The American flag group is used by hate groups. Uh, the American flag is used by hate groups. Got to get rid of that on campus, too. What a doozy. We will see you tomorrow. Um, and before I, re- I realized this, I was in contact with her. I decided to send an email to uh, Jeff Yoakum myself, and I asked him, 
I told him we were covering this video that emerged, and I asked him if he had any clarifications he would like to make on the historical inaccuracy. Uh, I asked him, will you extend that policy to such things as not being allowed to use the OK sign because, you know, white supremacists have actually used that before, so you shouldn't be allowed to use that. Uh, or not allowing families to uh, go to school if they have ever driven on a highway, given the highway's ties to the Autobahn, which, of course, was constructed <laughs> by Hitler. How far will your draconi- draconian policy go? A response before 3.15 p.m. Central today would be much appreciated. I'm sure you guys will be shocked to hear I did not receive a response. Stunning. Yep. Yep, because the cowards will run for the hills. Man, again, so proud of you. Look, to that mom, I say fight and then get, oh, your, ca- get your kid the heck out of that mm-hmm. indoctrination camp. Where's Eric July when you need him? Cancel this whole public school system. Let it, let it just be decimated because it's infiltrated with, with radical Marxist. And, and, and uh, I mean, Satanist... Anti-Americans, uh, I, I, the, the amount of, of avenues that they're using to attack children today uh, is, is insane. You've you got to have eyes behind the back of your head. Um, this kid's dad's got to be a champ, though, for putting that patch on his kid's backpack. I mean, I don't know. I just get out of public school if you can. So I would just and I didn't realize that we were going to air the uh, blurring out his face because his actual face. I'd encourage everyone to to go watch it because I would argue I don't think it was the dad. I think think it it was was the kid. He okay. He reads Tuttle Twins books. Okay, maybe he did. Okay, and even better. Well, and if you watch, if you watch the video that is unblurred, um, he actually he looks at his mom and he kind of smiles whenever they say that it's tied to slavery. Like he's like, these teachers have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> he's like, like, he knows more than the teachers. You can clearly tell by the look on his face. I wish that we had that, um, but I don't. I think it was him. It was him. Yeah, I look think at it was the him. rest on that backpack. This is a cool kid. I like yeah, kid. yeah, I like him. He's gonna go far. Uh, you need to get your kids out of public school. Yeah. Seriously. If you can in any way homeschool your kids, it's just the way to go. 33 years ago, we made the decision to homeschool. Uh, public schools back then were, were bad, but compared to today, mm-hmm. they were like Sunday school. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has gotten so terrible now that I, I don't know how you allow your kids to go because it's just too. And I know some people just can't. They don't have, you know, the wherewithal, the time, uh, the, the ability. But there's so much help available online yeah. now if you yeah. want to homeschool yeah. that uh, if you can find a way, please do it because they're just being beaten with yeah. this propaganda every Plus day. Plus, they waste so much time, Pat. Yeah. We're homeschool. Yeah. And, and it doesn't take much no. for your child to actually jump a whole grade ahead. Like mm-hmm. I'm talking about just leave the rest behind yeah. because they waste an enormous amount of time. You know, yeah. one of the big arguments against that is what about the social aspect? Yeah, that's one of the great reasons not to go to public school. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I yes, I curate the social aspect. Right. My kids have plenty social aspect with equally yoked. Right, right, right. Yeah, I know. I love that one, too. It's like, I don't want my kids having anything to do with public school children. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Exactly right. Wow. Um, Yeah, yeah, please get uh, to Yaku's point. Our homeschooling was like an hour and a half. An hour. It's Mm. it's It's unbelievable. Get it. Knock it out. One attention. It goes fast. Yep. Yep. 
Yep. And then they can learn about life. They can travel with us. They can they yeah. can yes. be, have exposure to other elements of of social yes. engagement right. in a godly way. And, how about right. how about how about uh, cook your own lunch? Right, cook mm -hmm. your own they lunch that. today, and yeah. that's cooking 100%. class. Right? right. I mean, I think there really are valuable lessons right, that they're missing out on. But don't worry, they're getting taught about anal sex. <laughs> so that's great. great. There's that. <laughs> that's awesome. What a trait. Um, all right. Lesson versus. Right. Well, if the parents aren't teaching it, then, you know, who's going to who's going to teach them about anal sex? That's a great point. Yeah, that's a great point. So, Pat. They do need to know. They do. <laughs> <laughs> we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. I am so thankful. All right, so uh, Hawaii's electric utility blamed its, uh, they acknowledged that its power lines started a wildfire on Maui, but faulted county firefighters for declaring the blaze contained and leaving the scene, uh, only to have a second wildfire break out nearby and, of course, as we know now, become uh, the deadliest fire in the United States in more than a century. So Mau this was, happens after Maui County filed a lawsuit against Hawaii Electric last Thursday, citing that the utility company and its subsidiaries had caused all of these wild wildfires. And uh, Hawaiian Electric Company released a statement Sunday night in response to this, blaming the utility for failing to shut off power despite exceptionally high winds and dry conditions. Hawaiian Electric called that complaint factually and legally irresponsible and said that the power lines in West Maui had been de-energized for more than six hours when the blaze started. Not the blaze, but the fire, um, just to be clear here. Um, and look, I think that it's fascinating that... All of these, you know, you've got this lawsuit going on. You've got uh, the the administration within Hawaii who, like, I don't know, they think that there needs to be equity with water. And, you know, you hear about all of these plans that they had previous to that. Um, then you've got a, basically a, a media blackout in Hawaii. They, they boarded everything up. I don't know if you guys have seen the video of this person traveling. They're driving along a road and it's literally they have black. They've got it all boarded up and it's like blacked out. So you cannot see anything. And, you know, they're still not being forthcoming on how many people have actually died, how many children have died, um, how many people are missing. And, um, you know, it just makes you wonder if there's ever going to be accountability in Hawaii. Yeah, just one word, foul play, big time. Uh, gross negligence, uh, first responder systems, underfunded, the, the, the notification systems not being there. Now we know there's a fire, negligence and not killing the fire. I mean, all of it. It's just, and I don't know, Sarah, in this age of, you know, the insane running the asylum, and that is the most liberal state, um, I don't know that you ever really get answers. The, the, the most gross of that is children missing, people just missing, mm -hmm. uh, numbers being thwarted, you know, uh, horrific. It's a horrific. I mean, it, it's, hard, it's hard to imagine this level of incompetent like incompetency at every level mm -hmm. right you've got the electric company you've got as yaku pointed out uh the man who runs the disaster agency who was supposed to sound the sirens and didn't because he was like i was worried people were going to think it was a typhoon as if mm -hmm. they can't look out the window and see that there's no water and no rain and then turn around and look inland and see all the freaking fires glowing like this is not hard stuff yeah. and somehow every single person involved in this disaster is just completely inept yeah. 
unless there was something more sinister at play. I, I don't see any other option other than those two. And, well, and that's the problem when there's no transparency, mm-hmm. right? You, mm-hmm. you start to think, okay, what are you hiding? Right. And why? Right. Why are you hiding it? Why won't you allow the news media in? I mean, you probably don't want them getting in the way, but, I mean, you should be allowing people to do their jobs that are already there, mm-hmm. at least. Mm-hmm. And they're not. And so speculation begins and people ask questions and the authorities, the people in charge aren't answering them. So others are going to fill in the blanks Mm -hmm. and they're not going to like the blanks that are filled in by us. I mean, to your to your point, you know, people are like, why were the kids sent home from school that day? Yeah. Right. And then you didn't sound the sirens. Why wasn't the siren sounded? Right. Um, yeah, you know, and you what can't blame the water? people. What's the water situation? Yeah, yeah. and you right. can't blame people. And this is also downstream from the defund movement and lowering services. And, and, and remember, it's not, we talked about inept. Take, take police academies, for instance, now. They have now lowered the standards so low just to get people into law enforcement, where w- when the crisis hits, the person is not equipped to deal with the crisis. And that could be a case here because Hawaii leads the way in dysfunction in many, many levels mm-hmm. of defunding things, lowering the bar. And oh, oops, sorry, dude, that's just supposed to sound the alarm. Does not have the training, the competency to even do that. And then life, lives are lost. And you can't retroactively go, you know what, we can do better. People have lost loved ones. Mm-hmm. They lost property. Mm-hmm. Then you do a media blackout. Well, that doesn't that doesn't vote well. Mm-hmm. So is Hawaiian Electric going to be the fall company here? Are they going to, is it going to be pinned right. on them? They came out and maybe in a moment go, yeah, our line started a fire, but, but the firefighters left it, you know, unattended to or whatever. Right. I mean, and that, right. Well, and then that starts happens. happening. Exactly. Because then the firefighters can say, yeah, but you guys knew that the, these conditions were horrible and it was so dry mm-hmm. and you had been warned that like this, this needed, we need more well, water. We need a system that went faulty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. and, that, and then, of course, again, the one who didn't sound the alarm. It's like, well, yeah, but how many lives could have been saved if he had just sounded the alarm so people would have known that there was something going on in the first place? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it, hard to, it's hard to believe that any level of accountability will happen when there is that much finger pointing. As point. Yeah, and, and again, something, something like this, I mean, this is something that, that it's world news. Right. It stops the world. I'm not seeing enough activity in Congress and in the Senate. I'm not seeing enough people going, hey, you know, we need answers. Mm-hmm. Answers. We don't get answers in America for problems. No, we don't. Ever. Answers for COVID. Answers. It's just like, well, just trust us, believe us. And then it's like, just play it long enough for the news cycle to right. turn. Something yes. else will happen. Yes. And yes. America will forget. Yes. Yeah, so we, we have the attention span of about 90 seconds. And then past that, we, we've mm-hmm. forgotten. And then we have a president so terrible that, you know, he can't even comment when he's asked about it, when the disaster is going on. And he's got no comment for that. And they can't even, they don't even offer us an explanation for how it's possible the president of the United States had no comment over this tragedy until three weeks later. Oh, yeah, he didn't hear the question. We finally, wait. The ground is hot. And he didn't hear the question? The ground is hot. Oh, and the ground's yes. hot. The ground's yeah, hot. And he there. almost lost uh, a house, mm. a Corvette, yeah. and uh, oh, he his mentioned wife, his cat. Corvette, his dog, cat. his cat. Yeah, yeah. That was really serious. Which they're really it's, pleased it's, about that he made that all about him. It's they an embarrassment. It. It's an oh embarrassment. It's so disgusting. Bad. I mean, so yeah, bad. it's it was really bad. Um, all right, let's go ahead and uh, take a quick break. We'll be back with more. 
Yeah, that was What a laughing. Well, you forget they also, he did sandwich in the military. So Joe and Jill Biden uh, visited Elliott Hine Middle School in Washington, D.C. to uh, greet children on their first day of the school year. And um, I want to play. Well, first of all, there's a photo going around of Joe Biden, like touching a, a, ch- a, ch- a middle schooler, mm-hmm. of course, because he's got he, he can't stop touching. Yep. He can't stop sniffing. Uh, it's really, really, really awkward and painful to watch. Um, and I want to play, I just, full disclosure, this is, the end of this is not real, it's been edited, but it was too good to not share with you guys. Here is Dr. Jill Biden talking about her first day of teaching at school, watch. And, uh, as the president said, I teach English, I teach at NOVA. Have you heard of Northern Virginia Community College? Yeah. Yes. Okay, it's not far from here, so I, my first day is next Tuesday, so. That didn't actually happen. Someone edited that in. But but, oh, how you wish that it had happened. (laughs) And I think it fooled enough people because so many people are like, I mean, I can see someone doing that Uh to the Bidens. Like her dress, she leaves me puzzled. (laughs) That's a good one. Great job. (laughs) Some might say you should talk for a living. On Tuesday. (laughs) Thank you guys for being here. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.